0: Welcome back to another episode of I Watch So You Don't Have To. Today is going to be a mini-sode, so it's not really going to be talking about a movie that I find too much fault with or critiquing a bad movie. Instead, I'm going to be talking about a movie that I really do like, and my theories behind it, so I hope you enjoy, but I hope you're having a good day. Um, My day could have gone better. (laughs) i saw this guy on bumble who was pretty cute and so we equally swipe right on each other right and you know because of female privilege i get to message him first and i do so and i say you're pretty cute you know and i look back and he unmatched me (laughs) so it definitely isn't my fault it's not anything i did wrong he probably was so insecure about matching with someone as gorgeous as i am so that's what that's the truth it's not what i'm telling myself um So I just thought it was funny. But today we're gonna be talking about the film I watch it oh my god, that's my podcast name. Jeez Louise. So yeah, I don't have a script for this. This is a mini sode and so I just want it to be more of a conversation because I see you all as like equal movie fans and you watch the podcast of movies that you're interested in. And so we're gonna be talking about the film, um, parallel mothers or las madres paralelas um and this is a very good film i enjoyed it a lot if you want to hear my numerical reading you will have to go to my letterbox reviewed where i'll be talking about how i felt about it and my numerical reading but today i want to be talking more about my theory but this is i'm going to tell you when i'm going to give spoilers but if you're interested in this film at all i highly suggest it. it's a great um foreign film, and I believe that it's won a few awards already. I really did enjoy it. Great cinematography, but if you are interested, here's a little bit of a synopsis. So, um, Parallel Mothers is about two women in Spain who have a special connection because they give birth at the same time and their relationship develops as well as new information. So, that is all I'm going to give you. Spoiler list. Um, It has Penelope Cruz who is just amazing, and I truly believe that this was an amazing performance on her behalf and I wasn't sure who the actor who plays Anna is but she did a great job as well um and so I'd be interested to see if this is going to be considered for any awards I thought it was really good though um so that's the ending of my spoiler list because if I'm going to be talking about a theory that I have I have to really like discuss um what I'm feeling and the things that happen in the movie so if you have not seen the movie and don't want it spoiled which I highly suggest that you do watch I saw it regal um and it should be in any indie film cinema near you so i'll give you a few seconds to leave okay so back on to my theory i'm just gonna blurt it out my theory is that arturo is on his father you might be thinking I'm crazy. I feel like there's far too many similarities, and we know far too much about Anna's father for him to not have been included as an integral um, character in the story. So Teresa, Anna's mother. Um, I'm I'm talking like you've seen this. So if you don't understand any of these characters, you probably shouldn't listen to this far. <laughs> but um, so Teresa, Anna's mother gives us key details about who Anna's father is. She says that he has since remarried, um, had Anna for a while, but is not really involved in her life anymore, um, does not live in Madrid, the city in Spain that they're in. He lives in Granada. And that, um, yeah, he has remarried and has a family. So Arturo, the person who has impregnated um, Janice or Yanis, what do we know about Arturo? Well, he is not from Madrid. He has to, he goes to Madrid a lot, though. He has children and a wife that he usually leaves at home. Um, he, yep, so he travels for work. He's not usually in the city anymore. Um, he has a past life. And I feel like, why would we share so much information about honest father if it's not supposed to give us context clues? Um, I also feel... Like, when um, the official meeting between Arturo and Anna happened, it was very familiar. I, I don't think that he would have acted that way if Anna was a complete stranger. I don't believe that they would share this information um, in front of Yanis um, just because of how much Yanis has gone through. Um, but this is what I truly believe and I feel like it gives a lot of information away and it, it just fits in my head. Um, but also... Um, it wouldn't surprise me that Arturo has been in multiple relationships because he seems like he's a pretty bad husband. He cheats on his wife and, and things like that. And so it would, it would make perfect sense that he was with Teresa and then got like broke up with her because Teresa wanted to be an actress and then got with a new woman and then broke up with. So I feel like he's sort of like a player. I feel like this makes perfect sense to me. And if it doesn't to you, that's fine. It's a movie. Um, but I also want to talk about my interpretation of the ending. The ending was really impactful and, and very sudden and abrupt. And I was almost like, that's it. <laughs> so I feel like I haven't really had a, um, a super long chance to just let everything simmer and soak. But here are some essential themes that I've gathered. I truly believe that Yanis will never have a fully formed family. Um, and I feel like that has to do with her generation. And it's um, the movie is sort of a political commentary of what's happening in spain what they did to their people after um the quote-unquote end of fascism so i believe that because of um yanis's family that she will never have the family that she's desired and she will continue creating broken families like she had herself so her mother died and she was raised by her grandmother um that was yanis's um childhood and then yanis her um her daughter, um, who was on his daughter basically because the children were switched? So, um, Anita, um, who of course, like it's not, it's not said, but it of course her daughter, um, who her, um, sorry, Yanis's real daughter. So, Anita is on An- Yanis's real daughter. Um, Anita passed away, which I feel like is just one more indication of, um, oddities happening in the family and and it's so rare that it is happening it says it's one in a million and I truly do believe that that's because of how sort of cursed Yanis's bloodline is because her mother died when she was not even 30 and so I feel like there's this sort of inescapable dreariness and curse that is following Yanis and so um not only that but she had cecilia basically by surrogate and cecilia was taken away from her too and it seems like she's having some pregnancy complications with the new one because she's having a hard time standing up and has to go home soon and so i see this as sort of another sign that it's a pregnancy that's again not going to go too well and going to end in an issue that she has had as a childhood um and kind of broken but i also feel the ending and the inability to sort of find closure in our ancestors as Yanis trying to find family wherever she goes and not really being able to so she has cousins who all have the same situation as her but she's unable to really find that connection and find a reason to everything and I believe that um, it's going to be passed on to her children and she's never going to have um, a family or childhood that is ideal Um, that's what I interpreted at least and I feel like if I read, I feel like there are multiple different ways this, this can be interpreted, um, and I would love to hear everyone else's because I think that's my favorite part about movies is hearing everyone else's thoughts about it. I feel so confident in my Hector. Oh my god, why do I keep saying Hector? In my Arturo theory, um, I feel like that is um, it, it's it's completely dulled out. Like it, I feel like it's almost textbook. Um, I've only had this feeling one other time and that was in last night in Soho. I figured out the ending way earlier in advance and I did not like last night in Soho. But I I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm such a good film critic. I should share my thoughts before everyone else gets to them. So I seem cool." And then at the end of the film, it shared exactly what I was thinking and I was like, "Oh, okay. So, it was that obvious." <laughs> but I feel like there are just too many key elements that match up for this not to have been weird or awkward or um, unintentional because why would we give so much information about an off-screen character if that character is not truly is only off-screen um but I I believe that and and the ages match up too because um Arturo is a little bit older well so Yanis is 40 and then Teresa said that she's 48 and I would say that um, Arturo is around 48 too so the ages would match up as well um, so that's what my, I think, at least. Let me know if you agree, disagree. Um, yeah, I thought it was just pretty fun. Definitely suggest a movie, um, if you haven't seen it already, but got this far. Tsk, tisk tisk. like, how dare you spoil it for yourself? It's a good film, but anyways, this was just a mini episode, so thanks for listening to me ramble, um, and I appreciate you, as always. I hope that you were kind to yourself and others, and have a great day. Bye.